but very, very dangerous. If you spotty sense, you know, I was like, oh, something's off. And I'm just like, man, I'm waiting to hear something, you know. What's going on, guys? My name is Yehola Tiger. I'm the host of the, I guess you could say, the Warcry podcast. I'm also host of the uh, of Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. Um, I'm going to try to do these once a week. That's kind of the goal. Um, this episode here is going to actually be used for our uh, for my uh, live podcast. I guess really my podcast for the this week's episode. And so I'm going to be telling some stories. Um, you just never know who's going to show up. You know, last week I had uh, Russell Sun Eagle from Okie Podcast. He came on and uh, blessed us with his uh, his uh, uh, his presence. Um, so you just never know who's going to come on. Um, but um, I had uh, just recently, I guess, I had done a review on Yellowstone, just like a short kind of, uh, I guess you'd say a little, you know, probably a five minute, not even five minute kind of thought about it. But I had been thinking um, as I've continued to watch it and the new prequel show of 19, I guess 1923, I'm going to be honest with you, man, that would hit me. That hit me a, a different type of way. Like I hit me kind of a, almost like a, just kind of angry. Like I just immediately got mad about it. And basically what's going on is the Duttons have then established themselves and they are now, uh, you know, solidified. But the part that really bothers me is the boarding school stuff uh, in in Yellowstone's prequel series, 1923. That just really, really bothers me because it's just you got these Irish Catholic nuns and you have these uh, different religious groups, I guess, you know, Christian type things. And I'm. It just bothers me, man. The stuff they're doing to those girls, it just like it hit me on a different level, and it just made me so uncomfortable. Like I was like, I was like, man, I don't know if I can watch this because basically, you know, they were you know cutting hair and uh, you know beating these girls, and it shows it. Like in the show, it shows these girls getting beat down, you know, trying to beat the savage out of them. And that's one thing that I always get real kind of offended about is when I hear people, you know, tossing around like. Like stuff don't matter. Like it's just not something that yeah. I get real offended by that. Like it's just meaningless. But you know my my grandma, she was actually at a boarding school for a little bit, um, and she's also she also went to uh, Taquas Sequoia dormitory too as well. So you know I'm not saying Sequoia was that way, but she had went to you know a, a Catholic boarding school at some point in her life when she was an orphan, and that really you know it, it kind of took me back to like. My grandma, you know, her being in that position where, you know, so stuff ain't always right. You know, it ain't correct. It's just, it's, it, you know, just real nasty behavior from people that supposedly believe in uh, forgiveness and things like that. So I just thought it was real cool, you know, especially when it came to, uh, not really cool, but I just thought it was real, real kind of cruel that, you know, that they would show that on TV. I was real surprised by that. That was pretty wild but uh but yeah that's yellowstone's 1923 um now i still stand by what i said i think it was an episode i think it was episode five i can't remember some of these episodes kind of run together but i stand by that you know indians be acting crazy we be acting crazy to each other for like no reason we we be all kind of how i say real polite and pleasant and courteous to each other in public and dang we be stink to each other you know, real stink, and and you know that's kind of one thing that you know, like I said on Yellowstone, you know that's uh, that's real prevalent with that chairman race. You know, you got the young buck who is trying to do the new stuff, which you know ain't ain't nothing wrong with that new stuff, but 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 uh, but you know there's some elders out here, you know that we still need to listen to, and so it's always it's uh, that's kind of just a battle. But yeah, I mean I'm rehashing that, but yeah, but uh, that. That 1923 man, it's brutal. If you if you want to watch it by Yellowstone and get real kind of like another thing too that they they did highlight in that and it's in its abuse is, is basically like sexual abuse of the uh, of that girl that was that's the main character. You know one thing too that 
you know, some of those, you know, we always kind of have a misconception of it's men on boy or men on girl, but, you know, in that show, it shows a woman on that girl and touching her inappropriately and, and not doing, you know, the Christian thing or the Catholic, you know, the, and it really bothered me. And I was just like, man, it's, it's almost too much. And I could, I kind of quit, almost had to quit watching it for a second and, you know, kind of just had to step back from it. But, but, uh, but that's like I said, that, y'all. If y'all want to go watch that, it's. I mean, it's a good show. Don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a decent show. It's kind of boring in some aspects with 1923, but it's 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 brutal. It's brutal. But uh, let's see here. We got somebody. Oh, the family too. Yeah, family too. Dang, they really be stink too. They'll be on Facebook. Dang, that's crazy. Uh, what's going on, Amy? You in the chat? Uh, yeah, that second episode was super dry. It was like super, super dry. But um, but yeah, family be doing the same thing. Like I see it, and then like like this may be shade to some people, but you know it is what it is. We we are we act all nice on Facebook, like everything's okay, like you know everything ain't you know oh it's 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 roses, it's peaches and cream, it's all this nice look, but that be kind of stink behind the scenes, so. <laughs> I mean, if you feel like that's on you, then that's on you. But that's that way too, you know. They they be like that too, family sometimes. But but uh, but uh, I had been kind of thinking, you know, what I was gonna talk about tonight. I had been thinking about this about all day, <clears throat> and I posted a picture on my Facebook. It's Jehovah Tiger on Facebook. It was uh of these lockers that are in my uh at my 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 work where I work. I've been thinking about that, and then I started thinking about snakes. Um, you know, we had a conversation, I had a conversation with a, a former, or he's a retired park ranger and a forest ranger and basically, you know, someone that, that, you know, does, you know, does a lot of upkeep and stuff like that. And we were talking about deer and we were talking about kind of the habits of deer. And I asked him, I said, you know, what you think about, you know, if you see anything weird out there and he goes, no, I get this question all the time. It's like, you know, it's. Someone's always, you know, thinking Bigfoot's around or, you know, and it's a, it's a hoax. And he's what he said. He said a lot of times when he would run into different Bigfoot claims would be hoaxes. People would be dressed up as Bigfoot or, you know, doing stuff to people or pranking people. And, um, you know, he, he really went into detail about that. Like, I was thinking, like, man, he must have got this question a lot. He's probably tired of answering it. And this is the final time now, but... But uh, he, but he definitely kind of talked about, you know. I asked him uh, just a basic, you know, like a, a, a hunting question, and you know, I asked him basically about deer and what deer do and what what the, you know how they stay away and how they uh, kind of stay away from humans. And basically, he said a deer can smell you no matter what you put on. So you put that deer piss on, you can put anything, and this they go, they're still gonna smell you. They're gonna think it's weird. And they're going to think, usually, they think if it's a weird smell, it's a human. I always kind of, you know, I kind of, you know, thinking about Bigfoot or Sasquatch, you know, that makes me think about that sometimes. You know, that made me think about it immediately, even though he said it was a hoax. And I was like, come on now, big dog. Like, there's all these people say they've seen it. There's all, you know, tribes, tribes have been saying that this is another race of people for all these years. And now you want to say it's a hoax. Like, come on, big dog. Like, what are you talking about? So, let's see here. I want to make sure. Um, but that got me really thinking about, you know, these snakes. And, uh, when I think about these snakes that are out in these waters, you know, I really start kind of, I really start kind of thinking about all the stories that I've heard and, and, you know, how kind of scary these snakes are. And, you know, a story growing up. And I, didn't really tell, I have not really told this story, but this story involves medicine. And But I'm not going to go into the medicine part. I'll just go into what happened. But my grandma was in a real bad relationship uh, with somebody, uh, you know, in her later life. And she was trying to leave, essentially, trying to get out of that situation. And when she got across a certain part of this, this bridge, it's a well-known bridge in, in, in Tahlequah area. Her car broke down, and 
she tried to get to start, tried to get to start, and all of a sudden she looks down and she kind of looks and 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 pop or she kind of looks like down to pop the hood, and she she's like really kind of you know really trying she's real shook up trying to get out of the situation and she pops the hood and the uh, opens up the, the the hood and looks down in there and there's this big snake around that engine and you know they you know medicine and these snakes have been going on for years and forever and you got to be real disciplined using it when it comes to using that medicine that snake medicine because if you're not living right you know it'll affect you in, in other ways make you lose your mind you know make make you do all types of stuff and you know i really think about that story you know quite often probably once or twice a week when i think about her and I go and I just start thinking about my time, you know, on the, on the river at, at the Illinois River in Tahlequah. But I think one of the stories, you know, one of the telltale signs of these these snakes, and I mentioned this on the Water Monsters episode with Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. But these things they move, and I can't tell you how many friends I've had who they literally were like, "Man, hey, like, man, what's what's going on, like." They're like, man, what? Like they tell me, like, man, I heard the weirdest thing out. You know, I didn't just, you know, I was thinking maybe a cow was stranded in the middle of the lake or something, or someone had a cow on the boat. But basically, they were they were saying that uh, they were hearing mooing, and it was just mooing out in the middle of this lake, Lake Eufaula. I've also heard it on Ten Killer too. I've heard people talk about it on Ten Killer. Uh, I've heard people talk about it on the river, and it's just this faint mooing sound. You know, and I told a story last week on the live about how the the uh, Department of Interior guys, you know, saw that that snake with those horns. Uh, and I'm gonna just refer to them as snakes. I'm not gonna use the names. I'm not gonna uh, really say, you know, any creek names, tricky names. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm just gonna call them snakes. But uh, it says tribal cop told me a story about a Bigfoot knocking on their window when they were patrolling out dang yeah they're out there i know i know i've I've heard stories of you know tribal police you know getting calls about them um but anyways but but these snakes when it when it floods is how it travels that's how these snakes travel because they can't just get on land they're water beings they're water you know creatures i guess you could say but you know, Lake Eufaula is real big about them. They have, a, I mean, I think there's more than one, but there's a king snake. And, you know, I know it by the creek name, but basically this, it's the king of all these snakes. And, you know, I was told growing up, you know, that there's a story, and it's an old, old story, and it's about uh, a boy who got kind of greedy. And he used to dive down in it for turtle shells. And boy, he wanted all the turtle shells. He wanted to have the nicest for da- for the for the dances. He wanted it for the shakers. He was like, I gotta have the nicest. I gotta have the most. I gotta have everything, you know. And so he dives down and he's looking for these turtles that are kind of you know nestled away in, under the water and on top of the water. All of a sudden, he gets took. He gets pulled down deeper than he wanted to be. And he when he come kind of comes to into his senses. He looks around, and he had been taken by this snake, and basically told, he's like, "You need to respect, you need to respect our 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 water, and our and our the things that are in the water." And when he was down deep in this cavern, the the snake brought him to the king of all snakes, and that's the creek name. And I'm not gonna say it, but I'll call him the king of all snakes. And that snake goes, that king of the snake goes, I will give you all the turtle shells you need, but you have to respect the water. And the boy, you know, scared, not sure what's going on, just agrees. He came up with the most shells anyone's ever had. But he had to, he made the agreement that you're gonna you're going to respect the water. You are gonna respect my my home. And so I was, you know, that's a, that's an old story that I've been that was, has been passed down a long ways, long time, and I've heard different iterations of that story, but that's the story the way I remember is told. Um, that's an old creek story, and you know that's uh, you know that's one of those things that I was I think about. I, just, 
I guess really when you know throughout the day you always think about stuff you know as you as you go on through the day but but you know that story kind of leads me to thinking about my family stories that I've heard and you know I had a a cousin of mine he was driving home with his with his wife and he noticed that water was real because the lake you follow the water does kind of move a little bit you know for whatever reason it does kind of splash up on the shore sometimes and when he was driving home one night with his wife and he noticed that the water was splashing up real far it was splashing up almost to the road and that's another sign of those snakes are around as the water moves it almost parts not quite all the way parts but the water moves a lot it moves you know more than it should and he saw he saw what he thought he saw was the end of that snake slapping the side of that road because on the that road on the lake you follow, it has kind of rocks, and he thought he saw you know he thought he saw the edge of a tail or end of a snake slapping against that that rock bank of the road. But you know that's you know like I said that that, that story sticks out in my mind too. And you know a story like I said the story that I told on the unsolved mysteries of the reservation that I you know I was told by my other cousin the same his his sister actually um, was told about that. You know, or told told me about about that and and what what she saw and she had told this story probably five or six years ago, you know. But she was at a uh, she was out at you follow lake and and you follow Oklahoma, and she was pregnant or she had a pregnant friend and, and the boyfriend or another friend and she was swimming in there and kind of how the bank sits at you lake is basically you'll have like a shorter shallower and then it just drops off and it drops all the way off and you don't know how far it goes. She, well, she goes underwater real quick, and she's out kind of towards the edge of the uh, of that kind of shallow area. All of a sudden, she kind of goes under, and she sees the, this face, and it, was, and it was a snake's head, essentially, coming up from that deep end. Well, her pregnant friend and the boyfriend, or her the other friend, now, I, I can't remember if it was boyfriend or if it was a friend, but I assume it was probably the boyfriend, uh, pulled her out of the water, because that snake was going to take her. That's what he was there for, probably. Well, they get out of the water and they get out of there so fast. But that's another thing, too, that growing up that I was told when you'd see this snake was you're not supposed to talk about it for an extended period of time. And I had heard a year. I had heard three years. I had heard five years. But you're not supposed to talk about this. You're not supposed to talk about your encounters with this thing for about a year, at least a year. And, you know, so to me, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty, uh, you know, I get, I get, I guess, like I said, I really think about these and, you know, with these snakes, like I said, when I mentioned earlier, they they travel through the floods. And I have my own personal experience with these snakes. Um, and some of these stories I've told before on, you know, other podcasts or other, you know, platforms. But this is my own and I'll share it. And so I was floating down the Illinois River uh, one summer. And this summer was really a real bad summer. We had, there was someone drowning. Every time I was on the river, I was, I used to go every either Saturday or Sunday. And every time I'd go, someone would drown either behind us or before or in front of us. Um, and it usually happened towards the end, kind of the end of the day, like three or four o'clock before, before the, the, you know, you're supposed to be out by like six or seven, but it happened, you know, it happened usually kind of later part of the day, not in the early part. And we were floating down the river and I was outside the raft. I was swimming next to the raft and i remember and i said this is the like i said i have two or three of these stories but i had i had been you know kind of swimming outside the raft and we're floating down the river and this girl and she i could tell she wasn't really that great a swimmer because she had a life jacket on well somehow the life jacket ended up not i don't know if she got too hot in it because she wasn't swimming i don't know but the life jacket came off and she falls in like a certain current hit her and she fell backwards and she fell in and I'm swimming next to her holding on to the, uh, to the raft. And so I see her fall in. I'm the only one that sees her fall in and I end up going to get her. And this is part, this is the deep part of that river. And I grab her. I feel, I catch her hand and I pull her up and I pull her whole body up. And she kind of looks at me and she, and she said that something had grabbed her, her grabbed her leg. And said something was pulling on her. And I'm trying to pull her back up so she doesn't drown. 
and I pull her up. I finally end up getting enough kind of leverage on a on a limb that was in the middle of the the river, and I pulled her up and threw her back on the the raft. And you know, she looked at me. She said something was trying to grab. I think something was trying to pull me because I could not get myself up. And you know, I think you know maybe it's just she's not wasn't a good swimmer, but you know she she I ended up pulling her up, putting her all back on the raft, and she goes, "You saved my life." Something was pulling on me and and pulling me down when I went in. And you know that's you know that's a you know that's something that I always used to kind of tell people when I'd be on the river is you need to be careful. If you don't know how to swim, stay in that raft or or you know figure or wear a life jacket. But you just like you got to make sure you're you're safe on that river because that river can be unforgiving. And I've been out there in 110 degree heats, you know, beat down, you know, just brutal hot. But but that Illinois River and. I have to, and I can't quite remember the date. The dates I had did some research after after the fact that same that same summer. So in two thousand, I believe it was two thousand fifteen or sixteen. It was right before I graduated. There was a real bad. There was a uh, a real bad summer, and this is the same summer I'm talking about where uh, people were drowning, and it was usually kids, older kids, um, and you know, kind of. Uh, you know, people that really weren't good swimmers were, were drowning every every weekend, and you know, I say, you know, I basically saved that girl from drowning. But as the summer went on, you know, I had, you know, had heard and, and seen on the news after we get off the river of, the, of people drowning. And one day we were out there, and this is towards the end of the end of the summer. And I remember this little boy, what he looked like. He's a little blonde-headed boy. So we're we're going up the river and. I see that kid. He's playing on this this uh, kind of this really big log, but it was like a tree that was felt had fallen over. You know, it was on the bank, and then it had fallen into the river, and it kind of took off a side of the river. And he was a little blonde boy, wasn't very tall, but real skinny. And I remember him. Well, we get up the river, and we're we're as we're going uh, um, up the river. I saw something change about the water. And I noticed, I said, something's not right with this water. I could feel it's not moving as fast. It was almost as if we didn't, you know, like we like we'd have, we had started to have to paddle us. Like we came to a standstill, basically. So I get in the raft and I pull everybody to the side because I know I, I know the king's coming, is what I was kind of thinking. I was like, oh, this snake's coming. And so I pull all my people over to the ra- off to, to the, the bank. And I look out. And the the side closest to the bank, this the shallow end of that river, was going the normal way. The deeper end, which is off to the other side, was going the opposite way. So essentially, to the body, basically something really big was going through that water, and it was pushing that water the 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 opposite way. And that's one of the tell signs that these uh, snakes are in the water is that is that water goes you know opposite way, or it's, it changes currents of water basically. And I pull my people over. I see that, you know, and then we get off, you know, we go on down. And I'm real spooked out after that. I didn't get in the water. I didn't feel comfortable. And so I tried to get my people back, you know, quick as we could. Because um, I'm, like I said, I'm from Tahlequah. Um, been on that river and been around that river my entire life. And, um, you know, been around creeks and stuff like that. And, you know, eventually, you know, eventually we got back. And, and I looked at the, the news and that little boy that I saw was drowned. He had drowned. Um, uh, and I, I found the news, the news clip, um, the news article, um, regarding that child. And, and I think about him sometimes, you know, I didn't really, didn't know the kid, you know, just, but I think about him sometimes that, you know, non-natives, they, they come into these places where it's almost sacred, like the Illinois river and that asp that spot and the, and that piece of land. And that goes all the way through Tahlequah, goes all the way down is, uh, you know, really not, not i'd say sacred but it's just it's very it's very uh it's very spooky but it's very uh, it's important i guess is, the, is what i'm looking at and i remember that kid and i remember that summer and then that next following uh year the next on down it flooded that was the historic flood that wiped out all those river companies and wiped out everything and you guys can look that up i think it's 2016 or 17 um, but you could, but like I said, I went and found, re- did all my, the research on that. Cause I, you know, sometimes, sometimes memory just kind of fades a little bit, but 
yeah, you know, I think about that a lot. Like, you know, I got, you know, I saved that girl from drowning and then, you know, that little boy just didn't know, you know, and a lot of times non-natives don't know. They don't know about these things. They don't know about you know, these, these beings and these entities that rule the, rule the water and land and sky and all that stuff. And, but that Illinois river flooded that, that next falling uh, months to come. I can't remember how long or how far away, but it, it had flooded real bad. And, and, you know, there's different types of bodies of water that were around there. You know, what's that, what's that river flooded, which they can cause, those snakes can cause places to flood because that's how they travel, you know. Um, but another thing, too, that I've heard, you know, around that same time was that Tenkiller had octopus, uh, like Oklahoma octopus was in there. And I think a lot of it, too, was that people were, uh, were seeing the snake, Sometimes the snake the snake can have multiple tails or multiple heads, just depending on the snake and the medicine that that snake provides. You know, growing up, I used to hear a story, a couple stories of medicine men. You know, at those grounds, they'd be, um, you know, using those. They would, and I heard, and I'll, and I'll I'll give some information away here, but but they call it four corners, is what I was told, uh, and they would basically drift those snakes to sleep. And those snakes will kind of do this little daze where their eye, they kind of close their eyes and and, uh, and they take the medicine off their horns. A story that was told to me by my grandpa. And, you know, it's, a, it's one of those stories you hear as a child and you, you don't believe it. You're almost kind of shook by that. Um, but basically, my, my grandpa had a, uh, had a friend whose family, you know, basically you know, was at the grounds and they did things and, and was a part of those things. And, and he, one night, you know, it was real late. He kind of heard something over to the side, kind of, and, and most, a lot of, to, a lot of grounds are usually next to some sort of body of water, Creek, whatever, you know, that's usually how they're, that's where they're supposed to be anyways. But that's what I was told, like I said, but and it just depends on tribes and all stuff. Like I know I, that's one thing too. I always see in, in a lot of our comments on uh, unsolved mysteries of the reservations. People say that ain't how it is. I'm over here in North whatever you know to give them their their tribe name and and you know okay you know everyone is a little bit different. You know everybody's a little bit different. Everybody has hears things different and understands things different. But so basically, my my grandpa had this friend and he had seen this ceremony happen down by a creek. And he had, and he was hiding, and he saw this big snake come out of the water, real giant, real like monster snake. And it was swaying when they were singing this song. And they he ended up they ended up making that medicine for the grounds that that year, and that's how they got their medicine that year. You know, so <clears throat> it's really interesting how this stuff, you know, you know, is uh, you know, it happens. You know, like I said, I hear non-natives all the time. Oh, that stuff cannot be real. I can't believe it. That's like, you know, that's just sometimes it ain't meant for you. Like I, like I mentioned on an episode uh, here recently, you know, on Yellowstone, you know, Rip the cowboy asked, uh, I think it's Longbottom, I think. I can't remember his name. Uh, it's His name's Mo. First name is Mo, and I can't think of his. He's uh, uh, Chief Rainwater's basically security guy, and I can't remember his name. It was Mo something. But... He basically goes, it ain't, maybe this ain't for you. I ain't got to tell you, this ain't for you. You know, and Rip kind of nods his head, but that's what I think of, you know, when I hear non-natives say, oh, well, that can't be real. That's, that. it's not, you know, no, there's no chance, you know. I said, it's just not for you. If this stuff was meant for you, you, you know, you'd see it. Um, I got a few, let's answer a few questions, or a few comments here before I continue with that, this, the kind of the legend of that, but... I heard a story down in Orlando yesterday. Dang, okay. Russell, type in the chat if you want to come in and tell that story. Uh, we'll, well, I'll get you on again. Get you that second dose. Um, uh, Miss Amy, is this Creeks or Cherokees? So both uh, Creeks and Cherokees, they do have, uh, they do have uh, uh, snakes. Like... Cause we're 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 kind of I wouldn't say we were water people, but we you know we have we're we were around a bunch of rivers, lakes, creeks. That's you know especially here in Oklahoma, like Cherokees, we have so much lakes and so much creeks, it's ridiculous. And creeks, um, 
you know they're always around too. Oh, don't don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> so uh, so Russell Sun Eagle in the chat talking about oh you losing last uh, last night, man. We don't even, we don't even need to talk about that, man. We don't even need to be talking about that. Dang, dang! You're about to see me cry live on air. No, it's fine. But anyways, getting back to the snakes though, and you know that's one thing that uh, you know these snakes were used for medicine and in, they in and you know, the old, old creeks and Cherokees, they used to, you know, used to use that. And, you know, that's one, you know, that's another thing that I think about, you know, is if I put myself in that little boy's shoes and kind of to finish the story, he was never really the same after that. He was real, like, he's like, I don't want to do that because his people are from medicine. And that's kind of what you, you pass it on to the next generation. And he had, he wanted no parts of that. Absolutely no parts of that. And, after that, and he kind of went on to be a preacher and, you know, did you know, went the other way, you know, so, you know, so, you know, I, I was, like I said, I mentioned, I was kind of put myself in that same type of thought, and, you know, if I saw one of these things, you know, I've seen the water, I haven't ever, I haven't actually seen the snakes, I've just seen the signs of them. Another story I have, you know, kind of regarding me is when I, uh, when I was out on Ufall Lake, we were out on this boat, and I had heard, I have personally heard the the mooing when they when they move you know, when these snakes move. And my my friends I was with wanted to say, hey, we need to go save that cow because it had the water was real low that that time. It was real real low, and you know the the shore was kind of you know maybe one of those cows wander off and they were swimming around. And my friends were like, let's go save the cow. And I'm like, no, we ain't saving. There ain't no cow there. It's not a cow. And I got kind of looked at, you know, kind of crazy. And I just kind of said, no, we just need to go do what we're doing. And, you know, leave it, leave it alone. You know, just kind of hang out. But, but yeah, you know, that's one thing that, you know, when, you know, when I, I get talking about these snakes, you know, I, I kind of always think back of, uh, I always kind of think about a story that I was told. This was us. This is, this story was told, um, years, some years ago by a Seminole man from a Seminole, he was from Florida. And, you know, he said that the snakes followed the Seminole, uh, basically underground, and that's where we got those mounds. He said that there's mounds all the way from from Florida all the way to here in Oklahoma, and he says there's mounds all over the place. He said that's where those mounds come from, is those snakes were burrowing through there, and I thought that was pretty interesting. You know, because I, I can see that. You know, that they have the ability, and they have the power to do that, uh, and, and it's just real interesting, but. Do you guys have any have anything that you guys wanted to, to you know, any topics you guys have or any questions you guys have in the chat? Um, drop those now. I, Russell, you sick for that, man. You a nasty man for that. You know, Sooners did their best. The baby Sooners did their best. But, <laughs> but yeah, if you have you guys have any any questions in the chat or any, you know, I would like to, you know, I'd like to maybe answer a question or, or, or you know, if you want a topic or if you want to hear a story, if you want to, if there's a certain topic story that you want to hear. I'm sure I got one for you, but kind of moving on from that, um, I had posted a video here on on here on TikTok, and one thing that uh, you know that is real prevalent is uh, omens. And the the story that I had posted on my TikTok, it's it's on there, it's on TikTok now. Um, and if you're hearing this um, on the actual podcast side of this, which this will be released on Saturday, if you're not, if you know, if, they, if you never catch it on YouTube. It'll be released, this live will be released on YouTube Saturday night at midnight or Sunday morning at midnight. And then also the audio version will be on, on released on that too as well. Um, but, you know, I posted a video on TikTok, you know, here on TikTok, and it was talking about a security guard at Celine Courthouse. And that he saw a real pretty, pretty girl sitting next to the water of this creek next to the, the courthouse. And he ended up telling his friend and he ended up passing away a week later. And Chris had told Chris Honka Hill, uh, uh, he had told a story on uh, Unsolved Mysteries of the, of the Reservation where he had something similar like that, where he had seen, you know, his buddy had seen something, and uh, he his friend ended up telling Chris, and he ended up passing away a little bit of time later. Um, and so those are around, and I and I thought, you know, I was like, if you haven't seen that video or that story told, um, I can't remember who the actual storyteller was, and and they. And that's a that's a pretty not I wouldn't say famous story, but it's a pretty prevalent story. Um, you know, when it comes to kind of death omens, 
Let's see here in the chat. Did you hear about the pyramids found with the ancient city in the Grand, Grand Canyon? Yeah, the Grand Canyon. That's one thing that I think I feel like people, you know, we, we look at it as like this. Oh, man, this is like one of the wonders of the world. But like we've never like I feel like people just haven't or scientists or archaeologists haven't really done their their due diligence there. I believe there's a lot of stuff in there. You know, they you know, there's been rumors for a lot of years um, that they found giant bones in there. And that's where they dumped the giant bones. I've heard that. And, you know, another kind of conspiracy that I think Russell mentioned, um, he, uh, he's a dude, Russell's a deep diver, but he, uh, he mentioned that the Grand Canyon basically leads all the way to Africa. That's kind of a crazy conspiracy. Um, but the pyramids being found all the time out in, you know, in, in, you know, all over the place. Uh, you look at, I think it's called Globecki Tipley. Am I pronouncing that correctly? But that was found in Turkey. Um, they had been, you know, they had been doing digging, and they're starting to find out with all these, with all these ancient, you know, predating the history that we know now. Uh, I guess it's before the Ice Age or after the Ice. One of the one of the two. They're finding stuff older than that, and so something's not adding up. And what happened? What a lot of the the mud flood conspiracy theorists think is that it was a mud flood. I think it just, you know, I think what happened is is, is nature is nature is undefeated. Nature has never lost. It don't matter where you're at, where you're from. Nature will take over. And when they found Gobeki Temple, when they found that, they started realizing there's something maybe underneath that. Like they built on top of the they built on top of the pyramids. And so, you know, they found something over in, in, in South America with some of those. And, you know, you just never truly know, you know, what what the, you know, what's out there. But that's a that's a pretty good comment, like, with the pyramids. Because the pyramids, sometimes they predate even, you know, man. Like, they predate everything. So who put those there? Who, who put those in action? You know, who, um, how do they create those? You know, we just truly never know. Um, but let's see here. Hot broth. Some Christians I know believe the giant bones are dead. Oh, yeah, the dead of the fall or the fallen angels, basically. Um. Uh. No, yeah, that's a that's a that's a true thing. That's a real thing. Um. Now there's some there's some hardcore people that I on YouTube that talk about this, and this is what they believe, and they they will they will live and die by the nephilim. That's fine. Um, and and you can believe whatever you want to believe, but my thought about it is, is there? I mean, in the Bible, it does say that these fallen angels mated with the uh, what is it, the sons and daughters of man or of God or whatever. And you know, a lot of the talk about that is looking at it from a, a biblical perspective. I don't necessarily believe that giants were fallen angels. I think that maybe they might be offsprings, but I don't think that they're actual fallen angels. My thought is, is I think that they they were here God created them. They were here for a purpose. Like we're here for a purpose. And and the Christian God is a little bit different than, you know, my God. My I believe my God isn't, you know, wasn't in a book. And you know, everybody kind of has different, you know, thoughts on the Nephilim, but I don't really subscribe to you know a lot of that the bible verses stuff like people do people all here and here in deuteronomy 1 3 it says this this and this and uh I'm, I'm i'm good on that um oh hey uh so so uh unsolved mysteries of the reservation tell us about the moon landing i'm gonna i'm gonna i'll with that statement i'll ask a simple question why haven't we how, why haven't we went back if they can explain to me why we haven't went back, and technology is what it is today, I'll believe that the moon the moon landing was real. Oh, and another one too was dang. What if it's uh, another comment is what if it's Bigfoot's bones? If it you know if it is Bigfoot's bones, then they've thrown a lot of those into the sea. They got those out of here. Because that's one thing too. When you look at giants and you look at all that stuff, that's predating anything we know. They are not like. Uh, Graham Hancock, which I have a lot of respect for, he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast a few times. He has went out to all these sites and he has found so many of those bones, or not bones. I'm sorry, he, those uh, uh, those large temples that fit giants, basically. 
you know, they found hallways that like were 11 foot tall, like no normal six foot tall guy, which people back in those old days were like five, five. They were not six foot how they are now. Uh, but you know, one of the, when I was talking to the, the park ranger today, he goes, well, why haven't we had, kind of got into a little bit of debate. He goes, he goes, well, why haven't we found scat? I said, well, if we found scat, what do you think they'd do with it? He says, well, they test it. I said, but who's they? And he goes, well, you know, I don't, he's like, well, uh, maybe like he's a college or something. I said, so if they found out Bigfoot was real and that a seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, well, however tall these things are, 15 foot tall monkey was running through the woods, what would that do to your job? He didn't really have an answer. I, I have heard a lot of stories of government cover-ups with those bones. And that's Bigfoot, that's giant bones, you know. I believe in that. I believe in the cover-up. Because if you look at, the, and this is just a microcosm of what I believe. But you look at, I want to say it was the, it was, there was a bird somewhere up in the northwest. And they had to stop. And there was a certain territory that these birds lived. They were on the endangered species list. They shut down a logging in that area forever until the, you know, forever. And that's just a bird. That's one species of bird. That Does that affect us? I don't know. But you talk about a 15-foot-tall, hairy, humanoid animal. You really think people are not going to go in the woods anymore? I, I, know, I know for a fact there will be people that never touch. They will, be, they will live their life in concrete jungles their entire life. I know people right now that, that would. You just got to think about that. That would hurt the logging industry because you can't now. You're, you're cutting down the hab- habitats. Now the, 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 the uh, PETA people will be out protesting that you're infringing upon these animals' lands. They're going to do the whole thing. So you got to look at it from that point of view too. Like, okay, they did it for this little bird. I mean, they tried to do it for the, the thylacine in, what was it, Tasmania in Australia? This dog-like animal, which, you know... Is extinct? Maybe not. Those things got really good at hiding. I, you know, there's been pictures of those things in the early 2000s. So you know, who, who you know who really knows? But that's just my thought on it. Um, I've heard too, Christian. Uh, I've heard too that Christian God is the God of His own hand or a God of His own land, like the times you've seen national. Dang. Um, we had 4K video from the moon. Dang, you're not lying. One of the comments says, basically, we had 4K video in 1960-whatever. Cap. I'm going to put my hat on right now. Cap. Ain't no way. You know, that? what's that, uh, what's that sound? Ain't no way. Ain't no effing way. Like, no, no way. They're not. And they even got the audio, too. Like, come on. I, we can, you know, we can barely. Some people can barely microwave their food. Ain't no way. Um... Did you see the video on here from Las Vegas nightclub? I think it's oh, um, about the the spaceships, those spaceships that they they caught videos of above that nightclub. I'm gonna say this. I don't think it's a UFO. I think it's our government. They were they you know they do this from time to time. They you know they'll do a little big uh, exposure. Another thing too that dropped was the Kennedy files. People were talking about that. You know that basically our government killed Kennedy. You know that that dropped, so you know they had to they had to throw some aliens out there a little bit. You know they had to make sure you know everybody was on their toes because all of the world's ending. Um, yeah, I seen that video of, of the UFO. Um, I believe it. You know, like I said I, I don't. A jury's still out on me for aliens. I'll be honest with you. Be honest with y'all. You know, I've I've seen the Fifth Kind movie. Um, I've seen these you know these documentaries and. There's something about it just does not it doesn't sit right with me. Like if I was an an alien species, I'm taking over this planet. This planet's too beautiful not to have. Or, you know, another thing too, and this is something that like me and Russell talked about on his Oki podcast episode, his Halloween episode when I when I was on. Um, we talked about maybe we maybe we the 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 spaceships we see is us. Another us. Maybe 100 years from now, a different dimension. You know, some pretty far out stuff, but, you know, maybe that's what it is. Or, you know, and also to our government, they're about 150 years ahead in technology than we know of. Yeah, I 
I've been cooking on that one for a while, that theory. No. <laughs> but, you know, I just, I, I feel like, it, you know, pe- people that, are, that close their minds to stuff and they just, they just, cu- they wall off. They don't believe anything. They don't, if you don't have an open mind on stuff, then, you know, what are you doing? If you're not questioning, you know, what's what, if it don't make sense, you know, I'm a person that asks questions. It gets me in trouble, yeah, and, and, you know, it is what it is, but I just don't understand how people can just live their life from iPhone to iPhone. Oh, I got to get the newest iPhone. I got to get the newest Jordans. I got to get the newest this. I got to get the newest that. I understand fashion, you know, you make yourself feel good. You know what Deion Sanders said, you look good, you play good, you feel good, you play good. I understand that. Don't get me wrong, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, you know, it, it's it's a materialistic life that I just don't, you know, I don't live. You know, as you can, as as I have these uh, these posters of these buffalo or the native tribes, and you know, I got the the ambiance lights on and the buffalo in the back. No, I'm just playing, but uh, but no, I just it, people just don't think about this stuff. They just, I think TikTok, and this is one thing about TikTok that that I do like. Is I think it's opening people's eyes to stuff. Like there's a possibility that hey, we're catching these videos of these upright walking animals. We're catching these lights over the over a nightclub. I think you know I think it's opening people's eyes a little bit. I think what COVID did and what you know the government did with COVID, people kind of like mm, I don't know about all that. You know, people kind of waking up. But uh, we are we are coming up at almost an hour. Um, let's see here. Dang, it's mood lighting. Yeah, I know. We out here vibing out. Wish I had some music softly playing in the background for y'all. No. <laughs> uh, let's see here. As the $200 poster nailed to the wall with... <laughs> uh, this poster is like like 35 bucks. Come on, big dog. This po- The poster I have... If you guys... Like I said, for you guys... Listening to the audio, go watch the video. I'm sitting here, and you can see my beautiful face. Um, behind me is a, uh, it's a replica of the actual print, um, but it's all every civilized tribe, every or not civilized tribe, every nation tribe known in the in uh, I think it's North America. Yeah, North America all the way down to the Panhandle. Sorry, I had to look. I look at it every day. I look at tribes every day, but. But yeah, it's a, come on now. Russell's trying to do me dirty in the chat. Yeah, and the government wants TikTok gone. You know, that's you know. I'm not saying TikTok's good. I mean, there's some dumb stuff on there. You know, like people are getting famous off dancing. You're getting famous off dancing. You're getting famous on doing dumb stuff. Like I understand that, but YouTube's been around forever, and people that are people that do dumb stuff are gonna continue to do dumb stuff. And he says it's the real deal. It's the vintage print. Dang, he's flaming. He's he's really trying to get me. You know, he's trying to be getting me all. Uh, you know, people thinking I I got the real print behind me. Come on now. If you like I said, if you see this, see that right there where my finger's pointing. The real print would not curve like that. Come on, big dog. Come on. Yeah, all this wokeness. Yeah, I mean, some of that wokeness stuff too does work. Like, not gonna lie, it does work. I'll keep it a hundred with y'all. Um, but some of it doesn't work. You know, it just, it doesn't, you know, it just doesn't work and it's not reality. It's not, it doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. Dang, you should try to get off a famous TikTok dance. If y'all see my, my husky ass dancing, y'all know it's over. Y'all know y'all might as well go ahead and tune out. Never listen to another thing I got to say. I appreciate, uh, let's see here. I can't read that name, but, um, it's, it says Dania, Dania, Dana, um, butchering your name. I, I appreciate the, uh, the rose. And I appreciate the follow, you know. I really do. I, I appreciate that. Dang, Russell in here saying I got a pin to the buffalo hide. Yeah. You, hey, you're lucky you ain't seen the actual skin rug. No, I was playing. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Amy, I'm, you're, you're not going to see me. Yeah, you're not going to see me doing that. That's wild. Um, we're sitting at an hour. Um, give me, you guys, in the chat real quick, you know, give me a topic. I'll tell one more story. I know I've kind of bounced all over the place. Started with Yellowstone. Um, you know, talked about a little bit of, you know, where I work and the ghost, the picture that I posted, um, hit those likes too. Um, another thing too, you know, um, subscribe to the podcast, follow me on here, uh, share the podcast, do help me out. 
um, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to grow this thing to, you know, really gets to kind of do my own thing. It's always, you know, I, I love being on Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation, but there's four of us. Um, you know, sometimes people want to talk about certain things and that's fine. I don't really have a problem with it, but there's things like conspiracies that I want to get to that, that this podcast is going to get to like, no doubt. Eventually we're going to get to cartoon conspiracies. We're going to get to all that stuff. Um, but yeah, in the chat, give me something, give me a topic. Um, and, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll lead us out with this or lead us out with the story and, you know, call tonight, I guess you'd say, but, um, but you could follow me, um, on here. If you're listening to it on the audio version, uh, One Man Band 918 is TikTok. Um, on Facebook, Yehola Tiger. If you want to add me on Facebook, please send me a message um, and let me know that you listen to the podcast, and I'll I'll, I'll accept it. I've had a few people do that. Um, uh, YouTube, uh, Warcry Podcast, uh, One Man Band. I've uh, actually posted a little, or I almost almost said an LP story. Uh, my grandma told, I told that on the Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. I posted that. Uh, I was thinking about her the other day, and I thought I'd post it, um, you know, kind of thinking about her. Um, but, um, you know, I, I'm going to continue to tell stories. I have a plethora of different stories. A lot of times, too, is, um, you know, you get to talking, you just, you know, forget, you know, you, you don't really think about it sometimes. And the snake, the snakes have been on my mind the last, uh, a few last kind of few days, months. I've been really thinking about it. You know, uh, you know, I'm eventually I'm, we're going to do a full fledged, um, you know, maybe I add some more stories, maybe even a part two. Um, but let's get those likes up to a thousand. I'm getting out of here. Um, I'm at 820. I know we, we did pretty well the first time. I, you know, I just want to make sure, you know, I just want to get those likes up. You know, got to be attention. Got to be what what I hate. No, I was playing. But um, let's see here in the chat. No, Russell, I'm not going to talk about OU season. No more. It's over. It's over. Oh. <laughs> so, tell the story of OU ghost season. I guess the, the season that wasn't brutal. God. Yeah, OU lost yesterday, guys. I'm pretty pretty upset about that. But, but, um, but like I said, guys, go follow me everywhere you go. Um, or, uh, <laughs> Everywhere, so everywhere you can, you you know, it's available. The podcast, Warcry Podcast, Apple uh, Podcast, Spotify, Google uh, Google Podcast, uh, iHeartRadio, um, YouTube. Eventually, I'll get to some other things. Right now, I'm going to try to hit those because those are the more popular ones, and that's kind of you know streaming services and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I am everywhere right now. I'm reading reading comments and getting distracted. Um, but guys, I appreciate you you tuning into the live. If you hear this on the on the backside, you know, on the other, uh, on YouTube, um, this will be coming, like I said, coming out uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning, whatever. Um, but I'll catch you guys on the next one, and have a good one.